And we live in your victory. Lord, help us to be overcomers. As we look to the cross. And we see what Jesus paid for us. We realize now we have the life within us to overcome. Help us as we think upon these things. To live in victory in our Christian lives. We pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. As you know, our theme for this present uh, series of time is uh, overcoming in the Lord Jesus. And uh, this morning we want to continue on the theme. First, uh, three verses in First John, the letter, first letter of John. In which the word overcomer is mentioned. First is in First John chapter two, verse fourteen. John is writing to the young men. The Christians growing strong in the Lord. He says, I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Now we also want to look in 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Here are the little children who have overcome. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And then in chapter 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And then turn to Revelation chapter 12, and these are the verses we have been studying during this season. Begin reading in verse 5. And she gave birth to a man child who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And their child was caught up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God, so that there she would be nourished for 1260 And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon. The dragon and his angels waged war, and they were not strong enough, and they were no, there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, 
the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. 在天上有了征战，米迦勒同他的使者与龙征战，龙也同他的使者去征战，并没有得胜。天上再也没有他们的地方。大龙就是古蛇，就名叫魔鬼，名叫撒旦，就是迷惑普天下的。他被摔在地上，使他的使者也同也一同被摔下去。Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, "Now the salvation." And the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of His Christ have come, for the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before God day and night, and they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb, because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life even when faced with death. 我听见天上有大声音说，我神的救，我神的救恩能力国度。并他基督的权柄都到都来到了，因为那在我们神面前昼夜控告我们的弟兄弟兄的已经被摔下去了。弟兄胜过他是因羔羊的血和自己所见证的道。他们虽至于死，也不爱惜性命。This is the vision that John saw in heaven。这就是呃呃约翰在天上所看到的意象。Of the great final conflict between God and Satan。那最后与神。This will occur at some point in history, still in the future. 那这是在历史，在未来即将要发生的事情。But its application for us is present. 那这个能够应用在我们身上，乃是我们现今能够应用在我们身上。Here it mentions those who overcame the enemy. 那这边讲到那些胜过仇敌的。We see that Michael and his angels were fighting in heaven. 我们看到米迦勒和他的使者在天上征战。But there was another、uh, group of fighters who were part of the victory. 但是也有一些在那边征战的，也是属于这个胜仗的。And and John says, and they overcame by the blood of the lamb. 那约翰就说，他们借着羔羊的血，他们也得胜。So suddenly, in the cosmic battle, human beings washed in the blood of the lamb are involved in the victory. 那所以在这个征战里面，突然这个人类他们就已经也属于这个征战这个胜仗里面。We know that throughout the book of Revelation, it talks about us being overcomers. 我们知道呃整个启示录讲到我们要成为得胜者。We live in a strange world. 我们活在一个很奇怪的一个世界里。On the one hand, we go to work every day, or we go to school every day, and things just seem normal. 那好像我们每天去上班或去上学，好像每一天。But the Bible reveals to us that behind the scenes, in the unseen, there we're undergoing a battle all the time in our life. 但圣经告诉我们，在这个背后，我们是经历了一个征战。Sometimes when tragedy hits our world, we realize there's a great battle going on. 当有惨剧发生在我们世上的时候，我们就发现到哇，实在是很大的一个征战发生。We heard about just what happened in France. We've heard about what just happened in Turkey. 我们听到在法国所发生的事情，在土耳其所发生的事情。So in the last three days, 300 people have been killed. 所以最后三天有三百人就被杀了。There's many terrorist activities going on. 有许多的恐恐怖活动发生。And I'm sure I don't have to convince you that behind it all is Satan battling against all humankind. 但是我们很清楚的也知道，在这一切的背后，撒旦在这边对人类来攻击。Maybe our life under the sun seems normal, everyday routine. 虽然说我们好像我们每天例行公事，好像都是很正常的。But the word of God makes it clear that now is the time for us 
to be overcome. 甚至神的话语很清楚告诉我们说，今日我们要成为得胜者。And so the Lord Jesus gave to the apostle John this revelation to help him and fellow bond servants to overcome. 所以耶稣给呃给给给约翰这个启示，要让他们有这个启示能够做得胜者。Now John knew the Lord Jesus very well. 那约翰是很清楚知道我们的主耶稣。He was one of his apostles. 他是他的其中的一个门徒。When John wrote his letters, when John wrote his gospel, 当约翰写他的写福音书的时候，写书信的时候 ，He emphasized the fact that we're to abide with Jesus who lives within. 那他特别强调说，你要住在住在你里面的这个耶耶稣。But in this book of Revelation, 但是在启示录里面 ，John received further revelation about his glorious Lord. 他得到更深的一个启示，乃是看到这位荣耀的主。There are actually three major revelations that have to do with our overcoming. We see in the book of Revelation. 那在这个启示录，我们能够看到三方面讲到我们的得胜。The first was 第一乃是 He saw glorified Jesus in the midst of his churches. 那看 Chapter one. 看到这得荣耀的耶稣。And then in chapter five, he sees the Lamb of God come out from the throne and take the scroll that will determine the end of history. 那第五章就看到这个神的羔羊拿起这书卷，这讲到历史的末了。And then in chapter nineteen, he shows the return of Jesus with his saints back to claim his kingdom on this earth. 那第十九章我们就看到耶稣再回来，来。Now having such a vision of these three things helps us to overcome. 那有如此的意向会帮助我们做得胜者。And it's very important for us to see as well. 那对我们来说，让我们能够看见是非常的重要。What have we seen of the Lord Jesus? 我们究竟看到主耶稣的什么 ？Now that He's your Savior and Lord. 他现在是你的救主，也是他是你的救主。Do you know this indwelling Lord Jesus? 你知道这内住的这位主耶稣吗 ？You see, that's the very power that enables us to overcome. 就是这个能力帮助我们能够得胜。Now, have you ever seen the Lord Jesus upon the throne of God as the Lamb of God? 你有没有看到主耶稣在神的宝座上是成为神的羔羊吗 ？And with your spiritual eyes, have you seen Jesus take the scroll of world history? As the one who rules over its unfolding. 那你用你的属灵的眼睛是否看到我们的主耶稣拿了这书卷，乃是在这是在历史里面能够掌管一切呢 ？And in your heart as a Christian, 那你的心里面你做基督徒 ，Have you sensed the blessed hope of Jesus coming back to this earth? 你是否感觉到这个荣耀的盼望，我们的主即将再回来吗 ？All these things are meant to help us. To overcome, these things will help us to overcome. Indeed, this is a great mystery. This is a very exciting thing. So let me express it this way: We come to this point. How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God is in control of all things? How many of you know that God 那会让你惊讶吗 ？If suddenly your eyes were open， 突然你的眼睛开启 ，and you saw Jesus standing right here in His church， 你看到耶稣在这个教会里面站立着呢 ？You see that's what happened to John in Revelation chapter one。这就是发生在呃启示录第一章约翰所所描述的。John was an apostle of the church。那这个约翰乃是这个教会的一个使徒。He was laying the foundation of Jesus in the various church places he went。那他在所去的地方，他在那边立下根基。But when he saw Jesus 
glorious Jesus in the midst of his church, he fell down. 当他看到荣耀的耶稣在教会中间的时候，他就伏不下来。But Jesus knew John needed that to help him to overcome in the last days.耶稣知道，呃，约翰需要如此的经验，他在在末日的时候才能够得胜。And brothers and sisters, we also should have this kind of revelation in our heart.现在弟兄姐妹，我们在我们的心里面也当有如此的啊这个启示。This is the mystery of Christ.这就是基督的奥秘。Christ lives in heaven. Christ lives within us. And Christ lives among the church. This is a full revelation for the present time. We shouldn't get the notion Jesus is so far away that he's not intimately related with us now. Nor should we be ignorant of the fact that every time two or three gather together, here he is. Right in the midst of us. Now is the time. Now 那在启示录第四章我们就看到撒旦在这背后要决定这个呃这这历史是会发生什么事情是很重要的一个人物。那这在启示录第四章我们就看到撒旦在这背后要决定这个呃这这历史是会发生什么事情是很重要的一个人物
If you read in Acts chapter 19, 如果你读启示录第十九章的话 ，we see a quick、uh, story of how the church in Ephesus was born. 我们看到这个呃以佛所的教会是如何诞生的。Paul and his、uh, co-workers came to Ephesus and began to minister the gospel. 保罗和他们同工就在那边行执事，还在传福音。But unlike the story we hear of Philippi or Corinth. There in Ephesus, they met with immediate spiritual conflict. 那这哥林多和腓立比不同的是，他们在那边立刻就有一个很大的一个属灵的冲突。You remember? 你们记得吗 ？There was witchcraft. 那是有许多的问题。There was demon possession. 有这个呃这个这个被鬼附的。There was people believing in magic and having magic books. 那一些人相信这个巫术。Now, why is it that in, in certain cities you have a lot of witchcraft and magic books and demon possession, and then in another city maybe not so much? 那什么这些讲到鬼啊，这个被鬼附的，或是有这些什么邪术的，为什么其他城市没有呢 ？Have you ever thought of that? 有没有想过呢 ？I mean, you most many of you live out here in Queens. 大部分的人在这里都住在皇后区里。No, no problem in Queens. 啊，在皇后区没有问题。Manhattan, where I live. 我在我住那边曼哈顿里。Oh, big problem. Now, why is it big problem? Why big problems in Ephesus? Why big problems in Ephesus? Because behind the witchcraft, magic, demon possession, there was a principality sitting over the city. Because in this witchcraft, these demons, 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 Like a general, 就像一个将军一样 Under the devil, 在这个呃这个这个仇敌下面 And over major cities in the world, many of them, there's this devil general sitting over the city. 所以这个魔鬼将军坐在这个城市上面 Now the reason there could be this general devil over the city. 那有这个魔鬼将军坐在这个城市里 Is because in the city of Ephesus was a huge temple. To Artemis or Diana, the goddess. Because in Ephesus, this city has a huge temple. That is Diana or Artemis, this huge temple. You would say, "Oh, well, this is idolatry," and it was idolatry. I'm saying this is just an idol. This is an idol. But people came there from all over the world. But people came there from all over the world. And there they had especially what they called the oracle of Diana. That in there they also had a very important one, Diana, this oracle of this something or something. These are men and women who are prophetesses, and they live in the temple. Yeah, you know these people. Ah, they live in this temple. And they listen to a snake. They listen to a snake. Who tells them prophecies? 跟他们讲预言。And so this was all involved in this huge temple. 那这都是在这个店里面所发生的。It was like Disneyland. <coughs> 就像这个迪士尼乐园。Parents and the children went there. 就呃，就父母亲他们都会带他们儿女们去，在那边有像。There were priests. 在那边有许多的这个献祭，有许多的这个祭司。There were temple prostitutes. 也有这个属店里的这些妓女。Now we know the idol Diana, this Greek goddess, is nothing. 我们知道这个偶像，这个 Diana， 这个他根本不算什么。But it enabled a big general demon to sit over the city in the name of Artemis。但是有一个，他让了这个
这个魔鬼的这个将军能够坐在这个城市上，所以啊，on那这些魔鬼这个将军他就兴起了整个城市那他就做这个女神的这个银像 and because of the Christians, his business was cut by fifty percent. together with all the silversmiths. said, we must stop this right now. God, I know what we need to do. We need to get the apostle Paul. He stirred up the whole city of Ephesus saying, Yeah, what are these people doing against Artemis? Demetrius says, Now I don't mind losing some business. We have to protect Artemis. Something must be done. And so they went. You can, you can go there today. It's still there. You go to the big theater outside the city of Ephesus. I went there a few years ago with Brother Christian Chen. He even made me preach down from the bottom of this theater to all the people who were visiting this tour. So the whole city went to this big open theater. And they started dragging Christians in there. And the crowd got more and more upset. And one of the Jews, they pulled in by mistake. And they saw him and they started chanting for several hours, Artemis, Artemis, Artemis. 他们不小心也把一个犹太人拉进去他们就不断的在那边叫这个女神的名字 
But we discover a number of years later when Paul writes his letter to the Ephesians. That the Ephesians were still standing strong. The first thing Paul says to them is that I know of the three graces that operate in your life. In his letter he mentions this. What is the characteristic of grace in your life? Here's Paul's formula. When somebody knows the grace of God, they live by faith, hope, and love. And he says to the Ephesians, I know of your faith, your hope, and your love. But also, the Ephesians were growing in the Lord. Now, when Paul wrote to the Corinthians, you'll remember he said, I have the right to you as babies. But when Paul wrote to the Ephesians, he wasn't writing the babies. This is one of his deepest letters. Because they were mature. They knew enough of the Lord. And so Paul revealed the great mysteries of God's eternal purpose and of the church as the body of Christ to these mature Christians. But Paul said, Now I'm praying for you. Because you're in a threshold. You've come to a certain place in Christ. But unless a spirit of wisdom and revelation prevails in the church. You will not continue to know more and more about the Lord Jesus. In other words, Paul was saying, you need revelation to continue to grow in your spiritual life. Because in the book of Ephesians, what is Paul talking about? He hasn't mentioned it in any other book. The heavenlies. I want you to see the heavens. I want you to know your spiritual gifts in the heavens. I want you to be seated with Christ in the heavens. And I want you to see the spiritual warfare in the heavens. Alright, now all that's background. About 30 years later, Jesus reveals his message to the church in Ephesus. And by this time, John is the only remaining of the original apostles. Now, John had been praying. He was actually exiled on the Isle of Patmos. But it was Sunday. And he was praying. And he was in the Spirit. And suddenly he heard a voice. And he turned around. 
Now I'm assuming you all know Revelation chapter one. This is what I'm counting. When he turned around, he saw something he'd never seen before. A further revelation. To deepen his spiritual life. And to help him overcome. What did he see? The Lord Jesus. Alive. Victorious. Glorious. Shining. And he was in the midst of the seven churches. Looking very closely at the seven churches. Now, John had been an apostle in those seven churches. John was exiled on the Alapatmos. What a wonderful surprise. The Lord Jesus is still in the midst of those churches. He will never leave nor forsake. What a wonderful revelation. It was overwhelming to John. Such a glorious Lord. The throne is in the heavens. Somehow comes down to earth to be close to his church. Now another thing he saw was a surprise to him was the mystery of the seven golden lampstands. Jesus said it was a mystery. What are those seven golden lampstands? Jesus said, those seven golden lampstands are the seven churches in Asia Minor. John never thought of that. John had been to the church of Ephesus. He'd been to Laodicea. He'd been to those churches. They never realized they were golden lampstands. Now we know that the church is made up of the body of God's people. But John now had a further revelation. Even though you can't see it, he saw it. The church is actually pure gold. It's full of God. It's full of glory. It's being perfected by the Lord of glory. This church is a golden church. Now, how do we see the church here? Look around. You see the gold? You might see human flesh and blood. God sees gold. God is making his lampstand all of gold. Because that gold is what is what's worthy of the Son of God. 
so when we minister to the church, whether it's teaching a Sunday school class, something like that, sometimes we should realize the church is really gold. This is very precious to the Lord. I mean, this, this matter of the bride is very much in this. And so he looks at these seven churches, and they represent all churches, really. Those who studied the Bible think that these seven churches mark seven church ages, as it were, through the history of Christianity. And if this is the case, then what church are we presently in? 那如果是如此的话, Okay, but that's historically. But also, the seven churches represent the spiritual condition of the church in its various manifestation. And we see that the Lord was looking at each one of these churches. Now, brothers and sisters, now he loved the church in Ephesus, but he loved the church in Laodicea just as well. When he's looking, what is he looking for? He's inspecting the church. Like the high priest would inspect the lampstands in the temple of God. Now I think you've read Revelation chapter 2 and 3. You see that the Lord looks at each church and each church he commends them for certain things they're doing faithfully. And then he also exhorts them in certain things that they have come up short. But what is the Lord looking for? Now that's the question. And of course, I think you already know the answer. The Lord's looking for himself in the church. We are all born again by his life. He placed his life in us. And he wants that life manifest not only in us personally, but when the church gathers together. We should love with the love that He has given us. We should worship with the thanksgiving He has given us. Faith, hope, and love should be in the midst of the assembly every time we meet. Because this is the character of God. And when he looks at a church, there's many outward things going on. But he goes right to the heart of things. It would be like Adam looking at Eve. Now, you know, Adam looked at Eve. And he started saying, Hallelujah. He said, Bone of my bone. 
他是我苦中之苦。Now what did he mean by that? 他这说到什么意思呢？ He said, I recognize myself in her. 他我看到我自己在他里面。Jesus is looking for himself in his bride. 那耶稣在在在在在这妇女里面寻找，在寻找他自己。When we gather together, 当我们聚集的时候 ，Is Jesus seen? 那耶稣是否？你是否也看到耶稣呢 ？Is he the church lives by his life? 那耶这个教会呢是要借着他生他的生命而活。Loves by his love. 借着他的爱来活。Directed by his wisdom. 乃是借着他的智慧呃来引引领。The church is gold. 那教会乃是金子。Now as the Lord speaks to each of the seven churches. 当主对每一个教会说话的时候 ，The Lord highlights a particular aspect of His own life. 那他就特别呃强调他的生命的一一部分。So look in、uh, Revelation chapter two verse one. 所以我们看到启示录第二章第一节。We're only touching on Ephesians this morning, the Ephesus church. 那我们今天的今天的早晨，我们只讲到以弗所的教会。Notice what it says. 我们注意这边所讲的。The one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands, says this. 那右手拿着拿着七星，在七个金灯台中间行走的说。Now what is he saying by that? 那他。讲到这个事情的时候，讲到什么呢 ？If you'll notice when he talks to the next church and the next church, he always emphasizes a different part of who he is. 当他对下一个教会、对下一个教会讲的时候，他总是强调他的所是。Maybe the eyes. 或许他的眼睛。Maybe the two-edged sword. 或许是这个两刃的剑。But here he mentions, he holds the seven stars in his right hand. He walks among the seven gold lamps. 那前面讲的拿右手拿着七星呢，这七个金灯台中间行走的。Now what does he mean by that? 那他这讲到是究竟什么意思呢 says, ？I want you to see that I am very close to you. 我希望你能够看到我离你是非常的近的。I am near to you. 我距离你非常的近。I am watching very carefully. 我很小心的在看。I am viewing you from all angles. 我从不同的角度在看。Because I love you. 因为我爱你。Jesus is saying, now I'm here, Ephesus, because I love you. 那我来到以弗所，因为我爱你。But what was missing in Ephesus? 那在以弗所，你们有失去了什么呢 ？They had left their love for him. 他们去离开了他们为他的爱。You see, with Jesus, when he's looking at the church, he's looking at our hearts, and he's looking for the deepest part of the testimony of the Lord Jesus. 那当耶稣看这个教会的时候，他看着我们的心，乃是看到这个见证里面最核心的那个东西。But here, I I, I don't want to, so much to dwell on that. I'll we'll touch on this matter of having left the first love. 那我不想把重点一直放在那边，我们要讲到这个离开起初的爱的这件事情。But I wanted to take us here this morning to talk about this matter of overcoming our flesh and the world. 那我今天重早早上早晨所讲想想要讲的重点是能够胜过啊我们的肉体。Um, One of the most subtle temptations that all of us as Christians face today. 那我们今日的基督徒经常面临的一个试探乃是 is our flesh, our natural tendency toward taking an outward view of life as we begin to lose the inner, hidden life. 那是我们肉体。开始把重点放在这个外在的这些事情，当我们失去我们内住的生命的时候 ，We are made of clay。我们乃是这个木匠，乃是乃是这个土土所做的。We are earthy
But as we walk out our life day by day, we can continue to walk in an outward way. With outward righteousness. Walking in doctrines of truth. But all the time, our hidden life of love with the Lord is diminishing. We tend toward outward life. But that hidden daily intimate life is the very essence of our testimony. Now John has always made this very clear in his Gospels and his letters. So when he wrote his Gospels, among other things, he wanted to say to Christians, I want you to look behind the outward signs of his miracle to the inward I am of who he is. You know the church can preach the gospel and try to live a holy life but it can become a very external thing unless they re- abide in Christ unless in the holy of holies of our heart Jesus is dwelling there otherwise we have an outward temple but no holy of holies so that's why we read at the beginning those three verses in First John, which we'll read once again. John was always stressing this need, never forget that inner life with Christ. The first one we noticed was First John chapter two, verse fourteen. We'll just read the second half of the verse pertaining to the young men. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Now you know John is is showing us three stages of spiritual growth: little children, young men, fathers. Here he is stressing the strength of the young men to overcome the evil. Now how could they overcome? The evil. Notice what it says. The word of God is abiding in you. Now that you would think, well, that just means they've memorized the Bible. Except if you remember the beginning of the letter. John reminds them that the word of life is Jesus. He is the living word. 
Now it's not by Bible knowledge that will overcome. Now knowing your Bible is very important. Just knowing the Bible, you will not overcome. But knowing the living Jesus, the living Word abiding in you. This is how the young man overcome the wicked. Then we go to the second verse in first John chapter four, verse four. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. 因为那在你们里面的比在世界上世界上的更大。Now notice these are the little children.我们看到这是小子们。These are the new Christians.这就是刚得救的这些。But even they can overcome.因为即使是他们，他们也能够得胜。And it says you have overcome them.你已经胜过了。Now what is the them? You have overcome them.你胜过他们，这他们是什么呢？Well, if you go back to the beginning of chapter four. Here's what John says. There's the spirit of error. There's the Antichrist. And there's the world. All three of these. You have overcome. Why? Because greater is he who is in you than all of that that is false that the world can throw at you. You remember earlier, John said, You have an anointing within you. And this spirit within you gets upset when there's something that's a lie. When somebody comes and says, Jesus Christ did not come in the flesh, something immediately that becomes disturbed. Even the Antichrist, you have overcome them, little children. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, once again, we're just stressing the importance of that inward life. And then again in chapter 5 and verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. And here John is simply saying, if we are born of God, we have His life within us. And this life manifests in faith. So when the world attacks you, you overcome by faith. That aspect of grace that enables you to respond by knowing who God is in all situations. 
Now, do you see how important the in, inward work is? If we're to overcome at the present time. Now let's go back to Revelation chapter 2. And we'll quickly make some points here in the, regarding the church of Ephesus. We read the first three verses. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, The one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven golden lampstands says this, I know your deeds and your toil and perseverance, that you cannot tolerate evil men, and you put to, to the test those who call themselves apostles and they're not, and you found them to be false, and you have persevered and have endured for my namesake, and have not grown weary. 你们要写信给不所的教会词者说，那右手拿着七星，给七个天台中间行走说，我知道你们行为劳碌，忍耐也也知道你们不容忍恶人，也你也曾试验那自己自称为使徒，却不是使徒的，看出他们是假的来，你
You know the first one you fell in love with. But you didn't marry. You married the other person. Whatever the case. First love. Ah, oh, yeah. Now that's like American preachers. They preach those of you who are dating and looking to get married, you know, the guy will carry out the garbage and do all kinds of outrageous things until he gets married. Quantity. These first love people, they'll do anything. Some people say first love is a matter of quality. That is to say, first love is exclusive love. More than anyone else, I exclusively love the Lord. Well, it, it could be all three of those, probably. Actually, first love is something even more. We said when he looked at the churches, what was he looking for? Looking for something out of himself. You remember the scriptures that say, We love because he first loved us. Now, this word, I, I won't make a big deal out of this, but this word is agape. Now, it's different than human love. This is a divine love. We're born again, it comes into us. Because he agape us, now we can agape him. Romans chapter 5 says, And God has poured the agape of God into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So this is agape love. Let me ask you a question. As we go on in our spiritual life, is it possible that we can substitute human love for agape love? But not realize the difference? You know what I'm saying? Human love cannot overcome. Human love only goes so far that says, I quit. This isn't fair. She's no good. They're no good. But agape love comes from God. It's the life of God. And first love is when you're obeying the two great commandments. When you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. That's first love. When you love your neighbor as yourself. That's also first love. Romans 5, The agape of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. 
This means agape goes in and then out. So first love is both loving God and loving the brethren. Both the same time. You can't have one. You can't say, oh, I love God, I just hate the people. That's not first love. You can't just say, oh, I love the people, but I'm mad at God. First love is agape. Agape is like an L. Agape is like an L. It's up and down, and it's also this way. It's easy to change over and just use human love. Oh, I love brothers and sisters. What we mean is I put up with them. I try to do what's right. Even though I don't really like them too much. You see what I'm saying? How quickly we can change everything. And you listen again to the church in Ephesus. What did they do? What was their ministry? Now it was good. Jesus commanded them. What was it? They couldn't stand evil people. They tested out every apostle to see if he was true or false. They hated the work of the Nicolaitans. But maybe they are living by outward righteousness, by outward holiness, and by outward doctrine. They're serving the Lord. But do you feel like maybe there's a little love lacking there? All they do is hate people. Expose people. Uh, I think you'd be afraid to go to the church of Ephesus. They'd be expect, inspecting you all the time. Let's see. Something's wrong there, I think. They're finding something wrong with everybody. Jesus says, Do you see? I'm not mad at you. But you've left your first love. When's the last time you just spent the day with me saying, I love you, Jesus? I just want to talk to you, sing to you. And how much do you love the saints? You see, this is an easy thing to lose. And so with us today, right? You know, one of the most difficult things to do in your life is to continue having the devotions and prayer in the morning before you go to work. I know all of you get up before you even get out of bed you say praise God hallelujah now most of you look over your alarm clock and say oh no but then you were going to have your devotions but you made the mistake of looking on your phone 
People are asking you for things at work. People, your relatives are getting after you for something. And oh my goodness, and now your mind is all thinking about all kinds of stuff. So you jump into the shower. You say, Jesus loves me. And you run off to work. Ah, you missed your quiet time. You say it's okay. I love Jesus. Jesus loves me. So yes, I will wait. I yes. You're not really prepared for what the day is going to hold. You没有办法准备好你自己想要面临所发生的事情. I was just a young Christian. 我本来是一个我之前我我还年轻的时候。And I met a famous preacher. 我遇到一个很有名的这个。And I talked to him because I only been a Christian a few months. 我那时候刚得救。And he said, young man. 他说年轻人。This is many years ago. 这是很多年前。He says. You need to read this little booklet. It's called Manna in the Morning. And he said, just like the children of Israel had to get up every morning to get their manna, you must get up every morning and get some manna out of the Word and pray. And I read, I read this little book and it changed my life. You know, it's so easy to to miss our morning devotion. This is that very easy. We can forget our family devotion. Yet多少这个家这个父母亲来到你面前说，我们要有没有我们家庭的这个灵修时间？Many don't have your children miss this opportunity. To see the the spiritual side of mom and dad makes all the difference. Well, how about prayer meeting? Ah, I'm too busy. I can't go Tuesday nights. Besides Tuesday night, something's on television. I don't know. Whatever. My favorite show. What did our brother talk about? Was it The Walking Dead? Walking Dead. Ah, my favorite show. Well, I know sometimes prayer meeting can be like The Walking Dead. But if we're going to meet together with first love for the Lord. We come together, we worship, we pray, we discover the Lord's will for us in prayer. Now the point is this. The Lord says, You have left your first love. And then he says, Remember from where you have fallen. And repent. And do the first works. Now let's see if we can sum these up in three minutes. Remember from where you were fallen. Now that's not actually too hard when you look to the Lord. And you see him loving you. 
You know, the Lord was not mad at the church. Now, the Lord can't force you to love Him. The Lord will not force you to love Him. But the Lord has put His love in you so that you can love Him. Now remember how far you were fallen. Remember how sweet it was when it was the Lord in you. You know how far away you are from first love? Remember and repent. It could take less than a minute. Remember your life with the Lord. Repent. Change your mind. Say, Lord, you're number one. Forgive me for letting other things get in the way. And you're back to your first love. And then out of your first love, the first works will come. Now the Ephesians were preaching the gospel. With first love, it makes a difference when you preach the gospel. With first love, it makes a difference when you're teaching the children. And so with our worship when we gather together. And so with our prayer when we gather. These things are done. As an offering to God out of first love. There's a fragrance to the offering. Dear brothers and sisters, we'll fight the rest of our lives as we live in the flesh. With tending toward leading an outward life and losing the Holy of Holies. We want to be a sanctuary of God where the ark of God's testimony is deep in our hearts. And every offering we make to our God is a sweet smelling fragrance. May the Lord help us first love. That's what He demands. That's what He's given us. Let's live out of His love. Let's just have a few prayers before we leave.
love, Lord. Lord, just pray, Lord, you will continue to empty us more, Lord, so we can love you, Lord, you the agape love that you have given us. We'll also pray, Lord, that you will continue to increase such a love in us, Lord, so not only to love you, Lord, but to love brothers and sisters. Lord, just pray, Lord, you will continue to perfect us um, in the areas that we are lacking, Lord. Lord, may us have ears to hear, Lord, and to respond to to your calling and your your uh, chastisement, Lord. We'll pray, Lord, that you would uh, store these words in our heart, Lord, so we will give you the first place in all things, every day, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' precious name, I pray.